Hi there! You are about to listen to a vintage episode of the Under the Microscope podcast. While the content is still as relevant and as interesting as when it was recorded, our webpage has changed. You can now find us at thesciencetalk.com slash real-scientist-nano. Welcome to the sixth episode of Meet the Curator. This series is brought to you by the Real Scientists Nano team. Our goal is to provide a platform where scientists can communicate their work and interact with the public. With that in mind, every week we introduce you to a scientist working in the field of materials and nanoscience, who would be curating the Real Sci underscore Nano Twitter account. Stay tuned to know more about this week's curator. everyone. Today we have with us Svenja Lohmann, who is a PhD student at Uppsala University in Sweden at the Department of Physics and Astronomy. Hi Svenja, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are very, very happy to have you on this podcast. All right, could we start with you telling us about how did you end up in your current research field? Yes, maybe. Okay, when I was I've known for a super long while, I think, that I wanted to go into science, but I always wanted to be, I think, a marine biologist. That was my first goal. I mean, I grew up next to the sea, right? Um, But, well, then I, when I was maybe 14, 15, I had the chance to spend a week um, with some researchers in uh, sweet water science something um and it was a lot of like looking at dead fish and <laughs> very hands-on which wasn't really my thing i think <laughs> so i decided okay i'm not sure if i want to live research a living thing so i <laughs> changed my focus to physics no honestly i really was interested in going looking at really fundamental things like atomic physics was the coolest thing I did in school, I think. Um, So yes, and then while doing my bachelor's and my master's, I looked into different fields. I looked a bit around. I found it really hard to find one thing that that interested me more than anything else. So, but yeah, I think during during the time I looked at um, I definitely noticed that I wanted to do experiments. I did actually first thought I wanted to become a theoretician, but uh, yeah, my bachelor thesis was in theoretical physics. <laughs> but um, yeah, I started to like lab time. I liked to also work on a, in a team on a more, how to say, medium-sized um, <laughs> experimental setup. So yeah, like think not super big like CERN, but also not, you know, just standing in on your small setup by yourself, but really having a team effort on a big setup. And I kind of started to like working with accelerators, which is something I'm doing now as well. And yes, for my current position, I really looked for positions abroad because I thought I would like to have the experience of doing a PhD, not in my home country. So this is how I ended up in Sweden. Okay. Your home country is? 
Uh, I'm from Germany originally. Well, that sounds super interesting. From marine biologist to becoming an accelerator physicist now, that's, that's an interesting journey you have had. Um, uh, having said that, um, how does your, how and where does your current research fall in the domain of materials or nanoscience? So I'm in a field which is called ion beam analysis. So materials analysis using ion beams from accelerators. This is where the accelerator comes back in. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm specifically doing is I'm not focusing on a specific material. So I'm not looking at um, the characteristics of one special material or class of material, but I'm looking more at fundamental interactions of ions with mostly electrons and materials, and which is something we, which is can hopefully used or still be used um, for analysis of of materials and especially of crystalline samples and of very thin films think few nanometers thickness. Yeah. Okay, that, that sounds very exciting. So which was the last thin uh, nanomaterial film that you analyzed? This thin, okay, I worked last on silicon samples, so both nanometers thin and crystals. Um, and they had like, I don't know, 50 nanometer thickness roughly that is really tiny oh that must be fascinating awesome um so uh, about the research projects um could you tell us about the research project you're most proud of and uh, explain it to us in very very simple words like in other words okay so as i said what i mentioned before i last worked on the silicon crystals mm -hmm. Um, and what is special about crystals when you're a physicist or a chemist, you know that, is that they, they are like ordered, right? They have a certain order. And with this order, um, we can force the ion basically on a specific path. So if we want the, the ion to travel through our crystal, we can, by using a crystal instead of a super random material, um to to travel on a certain path so by doing this we can also um tell the ion basically or tell how close the ion got to the atoms in the crystal so we can select basically how close it gets to the atom mm -hmm. um by by tra while traveling through through the material and in this way we can see that when the when the atom gets the when the ion gets really close to to an atom that when they get close to each other they can do something which is called charge exchange and that basically means that they can exchange an electron in both directions um and this only only works obviously if they get close enough to each other so they they, they can so to say reach each other mm -hmm. and this is an a process which basically slows down the iron. It costs energy. Mm -hmm. So the energy the iron loses is different depending which path it takes. So depending on um, 
how close it gets to the estimate, essentially. And we can we can measure this in, in this crystal for different crystal directions. We can basically measure the, the ions and the antons, see that they, they have different energies. Mm -hmm. um, Yes. <laughs> okay. Svenja, do you teach? And if you teach, which courses would you like to mention? Yes, I'm teaching. Um, I'm teaching actually first semester students, so it's the first ever course they they have at university in physics, mm -hmm. and it's a bit of a broad introduction course to a lot of things, and. Yes, during this week, I'm actually going to, well, not so much talk myself, but listen to presentations of my students. And they have visited different researchers in the university and they will tell about um, their experience and what they learned from this kind of short, more popular science introductions to different research done at the department. Yes, we will see. We're looking forward to that. Um, okay, let's move a bit towards uh, a bit away from the research and the sciences now. If you had three wishes to improve your research experience, uh, what would you ask for? I'm not promising anything here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't expect that. I think my first wish would be better training in programming. I think programming is rather essential for data analysis or also other things as as a scientist and I think my physics education and for my experience also other people's um, experience and bachelor and master level is that there's not much programming formally taught or not with enough relation to physics and data analysis and I think having this more focus on this in your education would really help um, or better prepare people for for researcher for research they do do later mm -hmm. yes okay. yeah that makes sense <laughs> and what would your second wish be my second wish would actually be um it's kind of related to my first wish and <laughs> uh, my time in the lab and less time in front of my computer i know i really i really enjoy lab time a lot but of course if you are in the lab you generate a lot of data which needs to be analyzed so i would say at the moment what i'm doing one day of lab time is probably at least a week of analysis so and i would love in would the other an ideal week <laughs> well there would be the other way around <laughs> Okay, I, I personally definitely relate to that. Absolutely. And your third wish, what would that be? Uh, my third wish is a more, well, maybe less less scientific or yeah, more related to my experience as a woman in physics, um, that I've experienced quite a bit of, how to say, sexist comments on conferences. So this would be also wish that this won't happen anymore. Basically. Okay. Would you like to give us some examples if you're comfortable? Yeah, well, my very first conference, um, I was, we were sitting with a few people on a table and me and the other female, um, I think PhD student or researcher, I'm not sure, we were denied a handshake by one of the male um, scientists who was there. 
we were denied a handshake. He was leaving and said goodbye and shook the hands of all the men and just left and basically nodded at us. That was really, really bad experience on my very first conference. Um, well, <laughs> and then... I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and well... <laughs> when we meet in person, I hope I can give you a hug or shake your hand. <laughs> It won't make up for what uh, that person I, did, but yeah, it's it's not a it's not a good feeling. And then other more like comments, like my not me myself, but my other uh, my female colleague, she was not introduced for a talk by her name, but it was just like, oh, we have another female speaker in now in our session, and neither her topic nor her name or anything what you usually give an introduction was mentioned. It was just like, oh, we're proud to have so many female speakers, so we don't even mention their science and just their gender, which is... They're just reduced to their gender. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is awful. Awful, yes. awful. This was uh, fortunately addressed by um a senior female scientist she went up to to the committee to the conference committee and said um they should make him apologize which happened but it's still it's a very it's not a good signal to to no. young female researchers no no so listeners if you're planning any conference or event or anything make sure you are treating female scientists like you would a male scientist treat them as a scientist not a female don't reduce them to their gender and shake their hands if you're shaking everyone's hands come on <laughs> oh geez Do, would you like to go on or should we stop no i think that's fine <laughs> that's fine okay all right um okay um thank you svenia for sharing these awful experiences horrible experiences we appreciate that um and now going a bit towards the happier side <laughs> what are you most looking forward to in the next three months oh, um i'm very exciting excited that i'm going to a conference in japan in november Ooh, where uh, in japan hmm? where in japan it's in a small town called matsue um okay <laughs> I'm not sure either. I've never been to Japan, so <laughs> not surprised for me as well. Yes, and I will give a talk there about my research and hopefully learn a lot. It's a very small conference, so more more of a workshop. Okay. I think. Um, so yes, hopefully very. Yes, very exciting, and we'll learn a lot and. Uh, meet some uh, people we collaborated with in the past, so we will hopefully get a bit further there and interpreting our results. Nice. That yeah. sounds good. And after the conference? <laughs> yes. Um, well, after the conference, I will have a bit of holidays in Japan. So <laughs> then if I'm already there, kind of, yes. Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely also looking forward on go to going home on Christmas. I haven't been at home. Even Germany is not that far from Sweden. I haven't been home all year, so 
Um. <laughs> time. That's a very long time. Okay. Yes. You, you ought to co come to Germany for Christmas. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Um, and before closing, um, which challenges or questions uh, do you think the field of nano and material science is facing or the field of science or research is facing in general? Well, I'm thinking a lot about um, environmental impact of flying for conferences. So I think it would be much, it would be better if we wouldn't rely so much on, on air traveling, but I still think it's important that we stay connected as an international scientific community. So I think we, we need to find solutions there or find to, I don't know, find new ways and communicating more via Skype or things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I mean, I'm in a, I'm working with accelerators, right? An accelerator, even the ones we have, which are maybe small compared to like big machines at CERN or something, they're still kind of an investment. So in my field, you notice a lot inequalities in science. Um, you notice a lot that people you meet at conferences or I don't know, groups where you get papers from are very how to say, countries where they're from are rather selected. I think it's a really, uh, you see here, okay, the research is done by people who, who do research in countries that have money, basically. And these are, is one of the inequalities, I think that is problematic, along with what I already mentioned, gender um, inequality, or, I mean, yes. This okay, is, so diversity and inclusion on all yes, levels. Yes, yes, and a lot, lot of levels from, yeah, what is that, country to uh, gender or your ethnicity or everything. Everything, it's, yeah, it's still, it's missing. It's still very noticeable. I, I think, especially at conferences, how, how little this is actually implemented. How little have, has happened, also, I think. Or, mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess uh, we are going in the right direction as a field of in the field of science and research in terms of having wonderful young scientists like you who are aware about the climate change, about uh, the effects of the effects of flying, and they notice the sexism and they call it out, they point it out. So I think we are going in the right direction. I would say slowly, steadily. I hope we are going towards a better more equal and diverse and inclusive um, environment. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you very much, uh, Svenja. It was lovely to speak with you. And um, we look forward to your curation week. Thank you very much. I look forward to it as well. <laughs>